If you're a teacher, new or experienced, expert or novice, ag or other, and want to connect with someone who gets what you're going through, stick with me and we can laugh and learn our way through this year together. I'm Emily Hicks. I'm a first year ag teacher in the state of Washington, um, and I was inspired to start this podcast by Miss Wedger, a Minnesota ag teacher who has her own podcast, Ag with Miss Wedger. Um, I have a long drive to and from school. Um, and I love listening to podcasts and I've just caught up with hers. I'm really sad, but I I was listening to it the whole way there and the whole way back. Um, and one day I just had the thought, you know, I want to listen to more of these podcasts and see what more people are up to. Um, and I really couldn't find much. So I thought, you know what? Why not me? I can do it. So about me, I grew up in Southern Idaho, um, right outside the Boise area in little town of Middleton. Well, it's not that little in the state of Idaho. Idaho, but for the Boise area, it's pretty small. I was a 4-H member for 11 years. Um, When I got old enough to be in ag class, I took every single class that I could get into. I graduated with like 12 or 13 credits in ag. Um, Every science credit that I could take through ag, I did. Every art credit, every everything. If there was an ag option, I was in. Um, Loved it. Um, and I was really active in the FFA Chapter 2, um, just some of my big achievements there. I served as a state officer in Idaho in 2014-2015. I earned my American degree in 2016, um, and I competed at nationals twice, once in nursery landscape and once in ag sales. So I was pretty involved in FFA, and so I can't say my parents were too surprised that I became an ag teacher. I loved it so much in high school. So after I graduated high school, I went to the University of Idaho, go Vandals, to study plant science. Because, you know, nursery landscape, thought I was good at it, loved it. But I didn't really have a career outcome in mind. Um, Just thought that I liked plant science. I was serving as a state officer at the time. Um, In Idaho, we go to school during our state office year. So while I was a state officer, I was missing a lot of school. and we were doing chapter visits in the fall. We try to get those done before a national convention. Um, so I'm with my teammates. I'm in the classroom traveling all over the state, which is pretty big. Um, and then at one of the visits, I kind of thought, like, what What if I decided to be an ag teacher? Like, that'd be fun. I like this. Standing in front of kids ain't, ain't too bad. Teaching them stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, and then with the rest of the visits... I just kept thinking, like, yeah, I could do this. I could totally do this. Um, I think I want to be an ag teacher. Uh, And then when I got back to the university, it was just right before national convention, I made the decision, like, yep, um, I'm going to be an ag teacher. This is it. I found it. And I never looked back. So fast forward to the next year, my sophomore year. Um, That's when I met my now fiancé, Riley. He graduated a year before me, but he's only a day older than me, so don't let him tell you any different. <laughs> he started working for Agri-Beef when he graduated last year. Um, he has a degree in animal science, and now he's in central Washington. Um, he's been here for a year and a few months now. Um, when I graduated just this last year, after my sister's wedding in Boise, I moved in with him, and we have a rescue puppy, um, Massey. One day we'd like to own a ranch and run some cattle, um, but right now we're, we're too busy being young and dumb and trying to figure it out. So we'll get there, but 
We just got to give ourselves time. So when, well, towards the end of my college career, um, before moving here, I, of course, had to student teach. Um, I student taught in a little town called um, Imbler in Oregon. It's just north of the La Grande area, kind of the, the northeast corner of the state of Oregon. Um, and my mentor teacher is Mr. Camp. Uh, Riley actually actually introduced me to Mr. Camp. That was his ag teacher. Um, the first time I went home with Riley, I met his parents and his sister, and we went and saw some of his cows. And then he's like, you got to come be my ag teacher. And I was like, um, that might be weird, but okay, I'll come meet your ag teacher. I can't, yep, I'm an ag ed major. Let's make that work. <laughs> and so it was just a couple blocks away. So we went over and I met Mr. Camp. Um, and then made a habit of every single time that we were home, we went and visited, visited and said hi. And I did a couple um, observations there. I mean, it was convenient for us because then Riley got to go home. Um, and then one of the times I was visiting, Mr. Kant asked when I was student teaching um, and if I wanted to student teach with him. And so I still had a, a couple years before that happened. So I said, I need, I need two years to figure this out. Um, I'll talk to my professors and then we can, we can get it figured out. Um, and so we, we did. Um, and I got approved to student teach with him. So while I was student teaching, I lived with my future in-laws, Bill and Stacy. Um, Riley was living in Washington at the time, so it was just me and his parents. Um, Stacy is Mr. Kant's most regular substitute, and she's also the alumni president. Um, and so it was nice to have a, a little bit of an in. And when I when I came home, and was like, oh, this this one student's doing this one thing, and she could give me a little bit of background that I needed, or um, when she went into sub, I could let her know, like, hey, this person is having, like, this issue, um, or, like, this behavior problem that I'm noticing, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know why, um, no problem there, I can deal with it, so that was, that was nice, having that extra layer, um, of knowledge built in, but I had an amazing experience there, um, the best part was building a mentor-mentee relationship with Mr. Kant, um, and now that's something that I get to continue to be a part of, um, and I can continue to grow and ask him questions, um, and we can ask each other all sorts of questions. He's mostly got questions about technology and young people things, but I have a lot of questions about how to teach and manage a, a FFA chapter and um, all of those things. So having and building and maintaining that relationship is awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm very thankful that I got to student teach with him so that we, so that I could build that up. Um, cause he's a great resource. But so this summer, my sister got married, um, right after I graduated and then I moved to Washington. There's a couple school districts near us here. Um, we live across the street kind of from one school. Um, they just got two new teachers that finished their first year and now are into their second year, um, at this school district. So those positions weren't open. And then there's two more school districts that are oh, 20 minutes away that kind of been hearing like they might have an opening. They might have an opening. Um, so I've just kind of been paying attention, keeping my hopes up, being patient. Um, and it's getting towards the end of the summer and they weren't, they weren't opening. They weren't open. I didn't think they were going to open. And um, 
I slowly came to terms with it. Um, I decided that I was going to substitute um, for one of the one of the programs. I was going to pick one and um, just sign up to be a, a sub for when the ag teacher was gone, which you, you all know is pretty frequent. Um, lots of FFA adventures to get to. I was going to sit um, or volunteer with their FFA chapter and just just try to get in and a part of the program. And then if they if they added a position or had a, had an opening, maybe I'd have my foot in the door. Um, but I did came to terms with the fact that I probably wasn't going to teach this year. And then another school, it was like 20 minutes away, opened up two weeks before school started, um, called me and asked me to apply. Um, so my, I got my hopes back up, like, maybe I'm going to do it. I'm going to be an ag teacher this year. And these are the topics that they're teaching, and I don't really know anything about ag science, but you know what? I can... I can figure it out. I'm enthusiastic. I'm young. I can, I can make it work. And I got really excited and all my materials in order. I went in for an interview. Um, it was a pretty early morning. They're, I mean, they were hosting interviews during their fair week, so can't blame them there. But it was, I went in for my, for my interview. I felt great about it. Called all my, my mentors and supporters and my family um, and told them all it was, it was the best interview that I ever did. And it was. Um, and I, I just felt so good about it. And, and I knew that if, um, they called and I didn't get that position that it was because I wasn't right for that school. Um, not because I was a terrible person. Like I, they knew everything that they needed to know to make an accurate decision. And so then a couple hours later when I got the phone call, um, I didn't get it. And school started in a week and a half, and I straight gave up. Um, cried a lot. You know, I wasn't going to be an ag teacher. They offered me a position in special ed that was life skills, which um, is a, a great opportunity, and I'm really appreciative of that, but that's not, that's not where my passion is. Um, I want to be an ag teacher. And so I was pretty upset. Um, back to the subbing plan, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then on Monday, I got a phone call from the school that the teacher that they hired, the school that he was leaving. So then they had an opening. So I had a call on Monday and they asked me to apply and I asked if I could come see it. So I came and saw it the next day, had a little ad hoc interview. Um, they showed me around. And then as soon as I got home, I got a phone call and they offered me the position and I accepted it. And so then, um, I had seven days until the first day of school. And I'm a first year teacher, and I know nothing, and the school's over an hour away, and nobody panic, because I'm definitely not. So, I just finished the first week of school. Um, I survived, I made it, I love it. Um, and I'm so thankful that I get to teach ag this year. And I know it's hard, and I don't have as much time to prep as I thought that I would, and um, it's it looks way different than I thought that this year would look, but it's it's already wonderful. Um, so I'm teaching six classes. I have seventh and eighth grade wood shop, um, and then I have a prep, and I travel ten miles for it. Don't worry, it's compensated. Um, and then I have a plant science class, which is new to the school this year, um, and pretty much the only like information I got to go off of 
was the title of the course. Like, you're teaching plant science, these kids need a science credit. Uh, we're working on getting you a greenhouse, and um, you're going to be great. <laughs> so, that's, that's a lot of work, but I'm ready for it. Um, and then I have two sections of ag mechanics that are woods and metals comboed, um, and then an ag productions class that had three students in it, and now we're down to one student in it, and the one that's left hasn't made it to school yet. It's harvest. So I'll keep you posted on that one. It's a little interesting situation. But. So at the middle school, I have, um, I don't have a, like a traditional classroom. Um, it's just the shop, and we have some big tables set up in it. And so we've got three big tables, um, and then my little teacher table up front. Um, a whole bunch of band saws, some miter saws, a table saw, um, some hand tools, um, really nice dust collection system. Um, you can see where the shop used to have metals in it. Um, you can see where the, the old welders were. I mean, the fume hoods are still up. The plug-ins on the wall. There's um, gas used to was, is piped in. Um, it's not hooked up now, but... Um, you can see where the forge was. There's a, a propane line there um, and a bunch of soot and stuff on the walls. Um, small engines room that is now the, well, it's the room of shame is what I call it. Um, but in cleaning out the shop and getting this program back up and running, what the previous teachers did was um, get the shop the way that they wanted so they could utilize the teaching space and all the extra stuff got it put into the old small engines room. And so now it's needing cleaned out but the teaching space is all clear so that's a project for another day um yep and so then I travel over to the high school um the shop that I'm in used to be the maintenance shop because the high schoolers were bust over to the middle school and so that's why like the welding stuff was set up there and so now the ag program's at the high school in the shop that you maintenance used to be in um and so they have a, a quarter, maybe a third of the space is theirs. And we've got it all, all marked off and a little fake wall put up that, like, that's maintenance, this is shop, and we know where um, everybody needs to be and we all respect each other's spaces. Um, but I also don't have a classroom, like a traditional classroom there. I've got four, like, shop tables set up um, and then my little teacher table at the front. There's no, like, projection projector projection um equipment there um so it's a lot it's a lot different from what I thought like my my classroom would be um because it's not a it's not a classroom it's a it's a shop it's a learning space um but in in that space behind those those four tables is the wood shop area so we've got um some band saws a nice table saw um like all pretty new updated equipment and then towards the back, I've got um, a tool room, a, a big open fabrication area, um, a CNC plasma table. That's um, it's a four by four by Lincoln. Um, it's less than two years old. And then behind that um, is the welding area. So there's a big big metal work table, um, five arc welders and three MIG welders, and then all of our supplies along that wall. Um, so it's a it's a pretty good setup. Like we got new equipment um it's a it's an awesome space um it needs 
cleaned and organized some more, but you know what shop doesn't? That's something that we can we can work on throughout the year. So I'm not too stressed about that. But I'm I'm really excited about this year. Um we're only a couple days in so far, and like Mr. Kant said, um, after my first day of school, I called him. He said, one day down, 40000 left to go until retirement. So I'm really excited for the next 39900 and however many I have left. Because um, I can already tell that this is the best job ever. Um, so that's a little bit about me on um, trying to teach ag with Miss Hicks. You just listened to the first episode of Trying to Teach Ag, an introduction of Miss Hicks. Um, follow me on Instagram at Trying to Teach Ag, and I'll give you a follow back. I'll see you next time.